This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Praise the Lord. There is something I want us to look at tonight. And that is what I call the contention. The contention. There are times that people argue, and what you ask is, what is the contention about? What is the subject that is bringing this disagreement, this argument? Contention is all about argument. It's all about, I don't agree with you. It's a heated argument. It's like, I don't agree with what you are doing. I don't agree with this. I don't agree with that. There is something that is not correlating with you or another person. And the question most people ask when they try to solve things and it look as if it couldn't be solved, there is something they begin to ask. What is the issue? What is the contention? What is that thing that is not making this argument to subside? What is that thing that is not making this issue that you say you can't let go? I can't let go. What is it? And that is where you must know that even as a person, as a believer, as a child of God, there is a contention. And you are that contention. Praise the Lord. Tonight we trust on the Holy Spirit to open our eyes of understanding to that which we need to know in the name of Jesus Christ. Beloved, from Genesis to Revelation, the contention did not cease that you, God's own image, made in God's own likeness after his kind that he loved so much and he decided to give himself for you. Even when you were not born again, even when you have not known the Lord, he still decided to die for you and me, waiting that a day will come that will come to the knowledge of this truth and will be able to say, yes, Lord. And when the enemy saw that, he saw that, look, where these people are going to, where God is moving them to, was where I was supposed to be. And so the contention started. Issue started. Many things started. The devil started raising dust. And many lives is raising it in different ways and different dimensions. And that is why you must not think and say, what will be with me? What will be will not be? Because there is a man that has set out himself against God and say, okay, since you have pushed
out. And you have put these people in my place. We will see how far you go. Are you getting the picture? And you are that person. I am that person that the enemy have said we will see how far you will go. And that is what the contention is all about. It's not because of you, but it's because of your father that has loved you so much, that has drawn you so much, so close. And the enemy begins to think, for what now? For what purpose now? So that place does not fit me anymore. That you are not the one that is seated there. And so everything is let loose. But thank God you are not into Christ. The word of God says, if any man be in Christ, all things pass away. All things become new. It will take your knowledge and your knowing and to be able to walk into that truth for you to harness it. We may quote it from now till Revelation, till next year, till 10 years. If it has not done on you, that all things have passed away and all things become new, you will still be living in the old reign. You will still be carrying long face. You will still be having your mood swing. You will still be doing things the way you were doing it. They will still know you as the old sister Agnes that they can always cast. What is it again now? Because you have not allowed that joy of salvation to rub on you. It's part of the old things that must pass away. All things now become new. Praise the Lord. I want us to look into the word of God. I want us to start from Psalm 139. We'll go to 13. We'll go to 14. We'll stop to 18. There is a war on your head and my head. If you know that, <laughs> there's a way you will live this Christian life. Because when you know there is a war, that means you, know, you have something to defend at all times. Yes or no? You have something to do what? To defend. But the way we do many things, many times, we are doing it as if there is nothing to defend. Beloved, you have, so long you're signing like Christian, you have something to defend. Because this battle is not just for you. It's about the God that loves you. And the devil thinks, okay, I can't get in there anymore. But these are the people that are supposed to be giving him pleasure. Let me begin to deal with them. But you have a choice in this matter. Hallelujah. I read Psalm 139, 13, 14, downwards to 18. He said, for thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's bones. I will praise thee for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous, marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth well. Please, can you adjust this? Please. 
and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee, when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest part of the heart. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still. Who said that? David. This is talking from a man that understood the fight. Many Christians don't understand the fight. And it is when you understand the fights, you'll be able to create an atmosphere for defense of the world upon your life. David understood that. He said, I will praise you. Why? I am fearfully and wonderfully created. Yes, I know there's a contention over me. Yes, I know the enemy is fighting over me. But I know there is a truth I know. And when you know that you know, and this truth is so real to you, he said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. That is why somebody will tell you, you are not beautiful. You're not, huh? God can't make. That's why there's nothing you will tell me and say, this person is useless. I said, no. God did not make a whole day creating someone, and you tell me it's useless. I'm not in that class. If some people are still there, they are the only one in that class. I left that class many years ago. No one is useless, beloved. It's part of the contention that is over your life and my life. That is making them, you see them that way. They have not realized the contention over their life. And the day they begin to realize the contention, just like the prodigal son was able to realize the contention, and he came to himself. He said, uh-uh. even in my father's house, slaves, servants, uh-uh. they don't eat with a pig. They don't eat this dunk kind of food. No, 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 no. I'm going back. He understood. When you understand, is the time you have come to yourself. Is the time you are now able to understand the contention that is over your life. Yes, I have squandered it. He was able to come to say, yes, I have squandered it. But I understand that a son is still a son. Can I announce to you that you are a son? Can I announce to you that you are a daughter? No matter how you have missed it, no matter you have messed up, know that what made you mess up is that contention over your life. Know that what made you mess up is that part, that fight that the enemy is fighting over your life. And when you realize that, can you please turn? Jesus, he said, I go to my father and your father, my God and your God. Beloved, you have a father. No matter how that contention is raging, you have a father that made you fearfully and what? Wonderfully. There is nothing that can happen by the mercy of God that you must not be able to run back to God. You know what the devil doesn't want? He does not want you to trace back. 
That is why when things happen, when issues happen, he begins to paint it. You. you have done this. You have done this. You have done this. You have about 10, ten times. Hey, they should be used to do wrong gear before. Should be used to do this. You used to smoke now. You didn't measure up. Tell him, I know better. I'm a daughter. I'm a son. I'm going back home. Hallelujah. Because his job is that he doesn't want you to trace back home. And so long you cannot trace back home, you'll be a wanderer. Hello? We have in the society, we have met some, and you tell them, go back home. I, say, I can't go back home. I don't want to go back home. But that's the only decision they need. If they go back home, it's a matter of three months, six months, a year, two years, and they now begin to live a life of, look, I know there is a war over my head, and I want to make things right. You see that they get it back. But the enemy knows that. He keeps them on the streets. He doesn't want them to trace back home. But eventually you know such. But eventually you have such around you. Help me tell them that there are people like them that God has cleaned up. And if God has cleaned such people up, they are wonderfully and fearfully made. And their father is busy waiting for them. Hallelujah. He said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Praise the Lord. He said, marvelous are what? Are thy works? And that my soul knoweth. Are you God's work? Are you God's work? I'm God's work. And David told himself, he said, that one is settled. No wonder when he did so many things. It was the knowing that helped him. He said, that." My soul knoweth well. My substance was not that means everything I made out I'm full of. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. You know my frailties. You know the substance. You know what I've made up. I can't hide from you. Do you know one of the things that make people go on in that contention is like they want to hide from God. Long ago, I told myself, I said, there's an adage, can, can a man hide be behind one finger? Is it possible? You, you, you stand and you said, you want to, huh? Even if God is like that one finger, will you hide? Huh? You can't hide. So the better you consciously tell yourself, I'm going back. I'm going back to my father. There are many that don't pray anymore. There are many that don't read the Bible anymore. Because the enemy have told you in your quiet place that you are no more worthy. Can you place your hand on your seat and say, I'm going back to my father. I'm going back to my father. I know there's a contention over my head. But my father is much more up to the task. Hallelujah. So you are fearfully are wonderfully made. He said he knows your substance. He knows your frailties. You know how you are. You might have come from the downside of life the way I am. I'm from the downside of life. Yes. But that knowing helped me. That knowledge helped me. There are many of my friends that will tell me, ah, oh, you copying with this, how are you copying with this? 
I said, one thing I know is that I know what God put on my inside. Because sometimes when they're asking questions, I answer this. I said, I know what God put on my inside. I'm not, I may not be at where you are, but I know what God puts on my inside. Praise the Lord. Know what God puts on your inside. You have substance. And your substance are valuable substance. So when you know there's a contention on your head, you fight. And it is that knowledge of the word of God that would not, it's not a physical fight. Because the person you are fighting, you are not seeing. We wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood. But against principalities, against wickedness, against rulers of darkness. Where? In high places. So what you now use to remove that contention, to remove that yourself from that contention zone is the atmosphere of the world that you are able to create. Many people listen to me and say, ah, they don't die, yo. I was like, it's like, is that coming from? And most of these people are Christians. Tongue-talking. Demon-chasing. Don't shoot yourself. The enemy does not want you to know better. He does not even want you to know there is a contention. And so he did not even want you to know that the only way you can fight it is by the word. What is producing, what is protruding from your mouth. What did God use to create the heavens and the earth? It's the word. So why are you trivializing the word that comes from your mouth? Hello? Why are you trivializing it? Many will say something, I know me now, Mo. It doesn't fall <laughs> to a ground that is not effective. Anything you say falls to a ground. Either in the now or in the future, it will spruit forth. Hello? Either in the now or in the future, it will spruit forth. So your word atmosphere is your substance. Don't say it. If somebody says it to you, counter it. If there's anything you want to counter it, because if you don't counter it, it's teaming up with the enemy, with the devil, to bring more contention over your life. But it's your own work to say no, never again. Never again. Never again. And you stand your ground to it. Praise the Lord. So you have substance. And David said, he's not hid from your father. Yes, you were made in secret places. But heaven is set to launch you out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'll go to 16. He said, the highs did it see my substance? Yes, being unperfect. And what? In that in thy book, all my members were what? Where is his book? Where is his book? You have his book with you. It's everything about you, all your members, everything that has pertains to life and godliness about you is written in his book. Search it out. 
Don't just allow all this phone, YouTube, phonics. Well, search it out. Create your own world atmosphere. Remove yourself from that contention of the wicked. Especially if you are the first generation Christian in your family. You have to fight. Some people are enjoying more ease than the other because their fathers fought. And that is why if your father happens to be a Christian, that you are, you, are in, you are not the first generation, you should look at them and say, God, thank you. They fought. So as generation remains in the Lord, in the world, the fight subsides, subsides, subsides. The fight will not finish until Jesus comes. But it will not be as thick as it was when they, it, you were the first generation of Christians. Do we get it? So when I look back, I say, God, thank you for my father. That he remained a Christian. So where he left, I entered the shoe. And he has told me, there is nothing you are looking for anywhere that is not in this world. So if he has told me that, if I'm not looking for anything elsewhere, and one of these instructions is never you join occult in life. There is nothing there. There is nothing there. Wherever you go in life is not worth it. Don't join occult. You are mounting up contentions on your head. Hallelujah. So when I look at his instructions, he told me, he said, my father, that was what he told me. He said, I'm telling you the same thing. No matter the challenge that befalls you in life, stay with this Jesus. Don't go and look for help here and there. Hallelujah. Stay with this Jesus and begin to create that right atmosphere of the world. That right atmosphere you can only get it from the word of God. Where can you get it? From the word of God. Sit down. You are passing through one challenge. Sit down. And, and say, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? What are you talking about? What? Let's talk. I don't understand. Talk to him. He's your friend. Wherever you are, you can talk to with him. Discuss. Converse with him. He's up there. But he's so close to you. He has put his spirit in your heart. That you can converse. You can discuss. He will show you the way out. Somebody might just come and say, why not do it like this? I'm not listening like that at all. And you do it. And you see results. He has helped you out. You sit down. You are reading the word. And something pop up. And it's like, hey, I've never seen it. Like the person that started pure water. They said he saw it. There's pure water. So that was how. The first person. Though it was not announced. But he saw that the Bible says pure water. Has he made enough wave or not? Is pure water not enough? No matter how they do bottle water, 
pure water will still remain in some parts. It's not a cause. But the Bible says the poor, you always do what? Have. <laughs> so every part of the word of God must be what? Fulfilled. Hallelujah. It says, so you were written in what? In the books, all your members. So if there be any of your members that is not cooperating with what is written in the books, what are you supposed to do? You begin to reframe it back by the word of God. There was a time we were at um, Cora Hall. And when we stand like this, it's as if this knee can't carry me again. I will, I will manage to stand. But inside I'm crying. I love to dance. I don't go to a party. I don't go anywhere. So when I come, when you see me dance, this is all I know is in church. Praise the Lord. Many people, their own is jump on Friday night. I don't know the place. I don't know. So everywhere I know is here. And maybe sometimes when my Christian friends are having occasions, they invite me. And I sound the, I mean, when the music they are playing, it rhymes. And we dance. The one that didn't rhyme, you know? So many things they play just to appeal with some set of people. I look into my coke if there be any. And when it's time, I carry my bag. I go to my... You know what? It's part of the fight. It's part of the fight. I cannot get to my house and want to be cleaning up my system again. If it doesn't rhyme, I shut down. It's me that understands the contention. Many people will bring so many things online. I say, hey, mommy, look. I say, I can't look. For the next two years, it will be like a flashback, a replayback, a flashback. I know me. I don't look. I say, oh, you didn't see what they said. I didn't see. Because I'm not looking. This thing looks little, but it's massive when it has to do with our spiritual life. The Bible says, mind how you what you hear. Why did you think the Bible says, mind how you hear? Whatsoever you hear goes to a processor. And it either increases the contention over you or mass it. It's your choice. Praise the Lord. So everything about you were written. Everything about your members, your eyes, everything, your interest, everything is written in the book. There is nothing about your life and my life that is not addressed here. There is nothing. There is nothing. Absolutely nothing. There was a time I can't speak English. There was a time I don't know. I can't even read. But I started reframing the word. Reframing the word of my life. I would just say, ah. So my father took me from an one school to another school. And I began to think. And I began to reflect. Ah, kinde de school, yeah. Kinde ma ba. Eh, eh, kinde ma mufos. Kinde ma. Do you know? That was exactly what happened. That was exactly what happened. Me that at the first school year is F9. I think I only got P in English. The rest was bizarre. <laughs> but I started. I said, I can't do school. 
Come back where Moto Hala take away. That they will know that ah, that girl that came from Lagos. Let me have it here. Plus this. Do you know? Oh, glory to God. That was exactly what happened. I was declaring it. I was ruminating about it. I was saying it. I was having the picture. When I got to that school in Kwara State, huh? if somebody help, they will mention some name and say, who helped you to write this essay? His boss said, I help you. Hey, I said me. I was like, me that. If people that we left Lagos school before, if they hear, they say, ah, they will think I'm in Toronto, Abby. No. The image of the picture of the scriptures have changed things. He has given me another result. Praise the Lord. When we were ha having our pass out, I have presents. I was like, hey, me. I'm telling you practical things. But it was not like that when I was there. But I thought, ah, but this thing, Kidemawa pass. Kidemawa. Exactly what happened. Teachers now like me. You know, they like brilliant people. In my heart, I'm like, ah, boy, I'm Praise the Lord. I was thinking it. And God brought a man my way. He was interested in coaching me. So I was interested. Everywhere you see me, it's with dictionary and face setter. All this, you know, I was. And God helped me. Praise the Lord. So what image? You have come to Lagos. What image are you creating to remove this contention? That is on your head. That this fight that the enemy has brought, and say, we'll see how far you will go. And you are cooperating. You are saying, don't tell yourself. For our family, nobody, nobody, nobody. Why not break the jinx? With the world atmosphere. Why not break the jinx? In my family, I was the first to wear white gown. I saw the picture. They were driving in our town. And I told my mom, I said, I like this. No wedding, that one or two cow. And you know, they like ribbing. They I saw, I said, Mommy, I said, Mommy, we like it. And he said, If you like such a thing, you have to be very patient. And I said, I was answering her. I said, I will be patient. Everywhere I go, I see that white gown. Everywhere I go, everywhere I move. If somebody comes to propose, if he's not rhyming up to taking me to that white gown arena, you, I can't sue you. Yes. It's part of the contention. Nobody has gotten married with ring in their hand in my family. And now I'm born again. I told myself, I like this one. Because the few people I have seen that has it, they have a relaxed marriage. Unlike now, when people will tell you they are married and they have allowed the enemy in. Why? Because people no longer want to submit to the Holy Spirit. Nobody keeps home. Nobody can do it. It's only the Holy Spirit. He is taming you, he's taming her. He's taming you. 
He's saying, he's talking to your heart and saying, the way you talk to her is not good. But so long you fear the Lord and you love the Lord. I'm sorry. You, it's not you now. It's not your flesh that wants to do that. But there's a man on your inside that you so much love and you don't want to grieve. On her part, you're not telling, ah, you're always giving one minute. No, it's not good. He's working hard. Eh, eh, ah, he used to give 10,000 before. Now he has turned it to 8. And you can still be giving him to it. He's working on your heart. He's talking to you. And you are changing. He's changing him. He's changing you. You are in your office. And so many things begin to happen. You don't like it. And the only story is to just be quiet. Ah, they will think, and another thing is that they will think you are a mumu. Uh-uh. It's a graduate, I'm a graduate. But the only story is say, keep quiet. Keep quiet. And lo and behold, when they were looking for who to promote, they said, everybody now said, hey, he's gift oh. He's always quiet. You know, we have shown that girl. You know, that's when they will know that they have shown you many things. The wicked knows what he's doing sometimes. We have shown now, but it's quiet. And you just see promotion, congratulations. Ah, me, this are. And it's wrote, we like your gentility. Keep it up. You just remember, hey, Holy Spirit. Let's allow him to walk in us. We are not just Christians. The first set of Christians were called Christians because of what they were doing. They saw the results. They saw the lifestyle. They saw what is producing from them. And they were saying, these people are Christians. Let's get back. Let's remove this contention. It's possible. Praise the Lord. It's what is possible. Let's allow the Holy Spirit on our inside. A book of the time, we allow the flesh. I, don't, I can't take it anymore. And the Holy Spirit is telling you, hold on. Just hold on. No! Ah! He's taking me for a ride. And he says, allow him to take you for a ride. And he tells you, go and give him that gift. Hey! Gifts that I bought with my money. I should give this one. That has not even contributed one penny. Go and give him. If you love the Lord, you give him. The person will be surprised because he's not expecting it. Sometimes I tell you, I'm not the one giving you this gift. It's the Holy Spirit that is giving you. At that point in time, you see the person melting out. And you begin to see a new person change in and out. Praise the Lord. So let's walk consciously. If you look at the time Jesus in Matthew 14, 28 down, Jesus walking on the seat, on the sea. And Peter was asking, and they were First thinking is a is a wind, I mean spirit is a wind or whatever. And he said, Okay, if it's you, tell me to do what? To come. And as he was going, the Bible says, when he saw 
Before that time, who spoke that he should come? Jesus. The enemy has heard about that. He raises what? A contention to make sure that you don't get to that other side. Every time that the word has gone forth, every time that God has ministered something to your heart, every time that God has spoken forth, there is a contention, there is a wind that the enemy will raise up. And when you understand the fights, you get over that wind. But when we are moving, we don't understand, we don't think that the enemy will raise the dust. And so when we see dust, it's like, ah, that's what makes some people commit suicide. I was talking to somebody today. I begin to tell the person issues of life. I said, look at the time there was no food. If you have committed suicide, now there is food. Look at the time there was no child. If you have committed suicide, now there is a child. If there was a time you don't have this, I begin to mention things. I say, now you have this, now you have this. It is people without hope that commit suicide. You are not in that class. You left that class the day you gave your life to Jesus Christ. You left. Hallelujah. So never look, tell yourself, mm -mm, you are not among the people that will commit suicide. Never, never. What? For what? And I'm still looking at so many things in front that they will come and bring yam and everything that we will buy. And we'll say, who oh, is wedding? Ah, it's, and people will gather. Mm -mm. And come and celebrate and rejoice. Huh? Ask for me ceremony of children, of this. Ah, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Suicide is not an option. Never. Always look at a better future. A much more glorious future. That this contention is just for a time. You have a father. If when he told Peter, come. And the enemy raised a contention. Hey, let's see how you get to the other side now. Then, huh? what should you expect? But in all, you tell yourself, it's a walkover. It's a walkover. It's a walkover. It's a walkover. And when you say it's a walkover, it's what? It's a walkover. Hallelujah. I want you to stand on your feet and begin to talk to God. We have so many programs. We have so many things to do. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.